Hi, friends. Welcome to Race to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. Hello and welcome to Race to Rise podcast. Yet again, another episode with, and we have a special guest with us, and you're going to be mind blown with her wisdom and her insights because this is going to be a game changer as moms or as dads, whoever you are on the other side of parenthood, that we all are so busy in maintaining our complex lives that there are times where we neglect our wellness. And so, How can we ensure that we're not neglecting wellness and at the same time we're maintaining our complex lives? We brought you Laura Pettit, who is going to simplify our motherhood and wellness. And she's just going to bring gems of wisdom for us. And how can we not only define wellness, but at the same time bring on the different medium, the tools that we can use to our wellness. So Welcome to our show, Laura. We are so happy to have you here. We're just looking forward to hear your wisdom and, you know, your nuggets from you. So thank you for being with us and can't wait to hear what you got for us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk with you today. This is, it's going to be an amazing, one of the, one of the things that Laura actually captivates me uh, with her Instagram page is like she shares this such a calming, relaxing the vibe that you give out doesn't matter how stressful the day goes. But when I watch one of your reels, it helps me ground myself. I'm not doing what you're doing, but at the same time, you're like giving me of those vibes. So thank you for sharing your wisdom on you know, essential oils. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I have found that in my life, even when I'm having a hectic day, that there are a few things like essential oils and other practices that help me stay in a calm state and bring myself back to feeling calm, which for me makes the biggest difference. Because every when you're stressed out and like anxious about stuff or overwhelmed, like nothing goes as well as when you can just relax and calm down and remind yourself that no matter what happens, like it's all going to be okay. And coming from that energy life is so much better. You know, I have to say like while I'm listening to you, because I'm generally just super hyped up person always. I have this energy, which is like a top, like couple mm-hmm. level up <laughs> above my own head. And just even listening to you, like the energy that you bring on the table is just so calming. And I bet it's not possible without the practices that you're doing that, you know, you have implemented for a long time now that I know for sure. And that's why I also love your handle, Build Mind and Body. Mm-hmm. It's So if you are parents, if you are one of those who is super conscious about connecting with your mind, connecting with your body, and you're just aligning mind and body, Laura is your person to go to. So make sure you check out her page. We'll share all the details. But before we even go down that path, Laura, you talk so much about simplifying wellness. Can mm-hmm. you tell me what is wellness to you and how do you define wellness? Yeah, that's a really good question. And over the years, I've gone through a lot of different iterations of what wellness means to me. I think most of us, when we're 
in our late teens, early 20s, we think about wellness as what our bodies look like. Spending time in the gym and what we look like in a swimsuit or something like that. But over the years, I realized for me, my favorite way to think about wellness is that our mind, our body, and our spirit are all working together in harmony so that each aspect can function at its optimal level. They're all intertwined, right? Like we can't be completely well if one of our areas is out of balance. And so working on each one is really important. I love that. And like you said, I also have developed that. For me, the definition of wellness have changed and evolved over the years. And I have to agree completely with the alignment of mind, body, and spirit, or whether you call it mind, body, and soul. It's about the alignment. Like we cannot neglect one area for the other area. And I actually unintentionally, unconsciously, there was a time where I focused so much about on my mind that I neglected my body. And then, of course, then illness just followed me. Like I didn't make the space for my well-being and the, the whole physical aspect showed up. And that's when it hit me hard. Like I can't just keep doing things for my mind and nothing for my body. I have to take it as an, an a holistic view instead of just taking it and looking at just mine. It's because we're conditioned when you go to doctors, because we all think wellness, it's all about just sometimes it's all just about physical health or mental wellness. But when you go to doctor, it's if you have a problem with your gut, you got to go to the, the gut doctor. If you have a problem with your kidney, you got to go to kidney doctor. We don't think about wellness as being holistic. And so that's where I think the conditioning came for me, at least that it has nothing to do with my physical wellness has nothing to do with my mind and my mind has nothing to do with my physical wellness. It took a toll on me when I didn't know about the alignment. So I'm glad to have people like you on the earth who are sharing this awareness, to be honest, because like you said, it has become so much about external, like either beauty or just the gym or stuff, and we neglect one or the other area. So I'm so grateful for people like you who are educating us on unless it's about mind, body, and soul alignment. So thank you for sharing that. And because you're so much into the essential oils, how exactly do you incorporate essential oils into the well-being? And what exactly are these essential oils? Yeah, sure. I love talking about essential oils. So essential oils are simply extracts from plants and they have really powerful properties that are beneficial to us. And I like to look at it that um, nourishing food helps our bodies, right? Herbs help our bodies and essential oils are simply extracts from plants that are incredibly powerful that are beneficial for us to use as well. And an important thing to keep in mind is that oils work with your body to support you on a physical level, on a mental level, and also on an emotional level. So for example, when it comes to talking about emotions, essential oils can help to calm your emotions and regulate your nervous system. And simply by smelling them, right? It's like the easiest way you can open up a bottle of essential oil, take a really deep inhale, and within seconds, that essential oil is going into the part of your brain called your limbic system. And your limbic system is in charge of your mood, your memories, and your emotions. 
And its job is to send a signal for how your body should physically respond to a feeling. So I like to use the feeling of feeling anxious or overwhelmed or stressed. Those are all very similar in how our body reacts. We may start to have an increase in our heart rate. Our stomach may get a little bit of butterflies in it. We may get sweaty hands. Those are all physical manifestations of the feeling that we're feeling. So when you grab a calming essential oil and smell it, it signals your limbic system that everything is okay and it can send that signal to the rest of your body. So within 30 to 60 seconds of taking some deep inhales, you can start to calm your nervous system down. Wow. It's so scientific. When there are people like me who are no left brain, all about logics, and it makes so much sense that it's not a placebo. It actually works with your system. And it, there is a science behind this. So I. No, thank, I have to say thank you for sharing that science. I'm fascinated by how the whole nervous system gets regulated. With, and now that I'm talking out loud, it makes also total sense when you're inhaling. You also, like when, you, when we're breathing, we're actually slowing down our breaths. And so when you slow down your breath, it also affects your nervous system. So the essential oil does the wonder of calming our nervous system down and helping us regulate our whatever emotions that we're feeling. As a mom, though, okay, yeah, I understand, fine, essential oils, but then how do you incorporate that on a daily, day-to-day life? And how do you ensure that you prioritize all that with your wellness? How do you work it out? Tell me yeah, that. No, first. that's a good question. I'm all about trying to keep things simple because if things get too complicated, we don't do them. And so when it comes to incorporating them into my own life and the life of my kids, the easiest way, again, is to just smell essential oils. And we have a diffuser that puts the essential oils into the air. And we often have one of those running first thing in the morning when the kids are waking up. I put in a, an essential oil or a blend that will be energizing, but also help them feel like happy and waking up. And then you can switch that at bedtime. And filling a diffuser only takes 30 to 60 seconds. Like it's a really easy thing to make part of your routine that can benefit everybody in the household. So towards bedtime, we'll put in something like lavender or cedarwood or vetiver or a combination that's really calming. And it helps to promote like a really calm and relaxing environment for the whole household, you know, turning the lights down and just having those little rituals can make a big difference. Yeah, in the flow of your day. And I love how you mentioned that, the deep breathing, right? Anytime you slow down and just take deep breaths, that's a really wonderful thing for your body. So I love adding in essential oils to practices like that, to meditation, to breath work, to yoga, to journaling, any of those things that are already really beneficial for your mental and emotional wellness. It's like you add essential oils and they become even more powerful because you're getting the benefits of both at the same time. So that's a really easy thing to do as well. So then do you keep different diffusers in different rooms? Is that how it goes in your house? I do. I have a diffu- <laughs> we have a diffuser in like every room. I, they're not always full, meaning not everybody's diffuser is running 
But I also love them, especially this time of year when there's a lot of germs going around, right? Then diffusing oils at night, I'll select ones that are helpful for boosting immunity, boosting your immune system, and just helping strengthen your body with the things that are happening seasonally. Yeah. No, I love that. So does it matter? Let's say I have a diffuser and I put a happy, like maybe lemon essential oils in the morning. And then can I put lavender at night in the same diffuser then? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't. It's totally fine. Yeah, totally nothing. fine. You can blend oils. The cool thing about oils is that, like I mentioned, they work with your body and they help your body where it's at. So if your body's not needing that, it's not going to force a reaction. So even if you diffused lemon at night, it may be energizing to you, but you'd probably still go to sleep. So it's not going to force a reaction. It's not going to force you awake or force you asleep. It just helps you. I love that. I'm glad that you brought this up because, again, for my logical brain, that was the question that I was going to ask you. Like, yeah, but then you said lemon, if that energizes me in the morning and if I'm trying to sleep at night, is this going to energize me at night? So that's good. I'm glad that you, you brought that point up. So I love just learning all about essential oils, but I also want to learn your top three ways that how do you keep it simple when it comes to wellness? Yeah. So for me, keeping things simple looks like this. I have to move my body every day. Even if I'm short on time and take like a 10-minute walk, moving my body helps me feel better. It's a natural way to decrease your stress. It boosts your energy. It helps me feel better. It clears my mind and it makes me feel strong. So like prioritizing that every day, that is like one thing. And some days it's a 45-minute workout and some days it really is like a 10-minute. Okay, kids, we're walking around the block and to grab the mail. And that is what it is, but it's at least something. Moving your body is really important. The second thing that I do that helps me prioritize wellness, but also keeping it simple, is with cooking. I'm, re I'm really big on making sure that we eat nourishing foods the most that we can. I'm not perfect at it. We're kind of like an 80% mindset over here. Like 80% is really good if we're getting 80% good food and 20% whatever else. It's really, it gives you some grace, helps you relax a little bit because I have been on the side where I went overboard. This was several years ago where I went overboard and things were just stressing me out. If we were going out to eat at a certain place, I started getting stressed about it. And I thought, you know what? This is a terrible idea to get stressed. So stressed about something that's supposed to be the foundation of our health because stress is worse than whatever one meal I'm eating, right? So I have been on that side where it got a little out of control for me. So I just reined it back in 80%. With that said, the tip is cook once, eat twice, right? So make a double batch. I love leftovers. Make a double batch, put one in the freezer, put it in the fridge for lunch tomorrow, you pack lunches, have dinner two nights later, whatever it is. If you're spending time to cook, make it count, right? Make it last at least a few meals, right? So that is a good time saver. And then the third thing is if you're feeling during the day that things are getting to be too much, take a couple minutes to reset yourself instead of pushing through or forcing yourself through. Because in the long run, when you continue to push yourself through, which is 
our tendency, right? As parents, we just, we're just like, we have to get it done. And we push through. And there are times that it really is hard to take a couple of minutes. But in the long run, if you do, you'll be much more productive in pushing through after those couple of minutes. So I like to grab an essential oil, go to my room, close the door, take several deep breaths, take two to three minutes just to myself to calm, reset, and continue on with the day. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love how your your third habit of just resetting ties back to everything that you talk about, like resetting in, in terms of simplifying the wellness. All it is about is just breathe. That's all. It, it, it reminds me of my coach because my coach always says, what do you have with you 24-7? There's one thing that we carry with us 24-7, whether we're in stressful position, where, whether we're having fun, whether we're at a funeral, it's breath. It is with us everywhere. Whether you go to vacation or not, it's, it is with us all the time. So just reminding ourselves to breathe just brings us back to the moment, the now that we're in. And so I like that, that reset moment. And I have to say that I hated exercise. And till today's date, I hate it. But I try to move around and I don't have a rigid schedule on a daily basis, like how you mentioned, like sometime it's 45. As a parent too, like we might not get to 45 minutes every day and that's okay. It is so okay to just do five minutes. Maybe that's all I can do that day. And it's totally okay. So I think that mindset that it's better than nothing, at least giving five minutes to move myself, it's better than just giving up like, okay, I don't have 45 minutes. I'm not doing it today. Instead, I'm doing something. And so I like that. And so that's where I'm at right now. I still don't have a daily schedule. I have a schedule. Okay, right after my prayers, I'm going to move a little. But I still don't have it, whether I'm going to move 15 minutes today, whether I'm going to move 10 minutes today. And some days when I don't get it, it's like evening. Or it's at work, during work time. Like I'm just, I'll just walk around during my lunchtime. And then I also love your second habit of food. I'm still at an edge of overdoing things like oh it's not healthy but I like to remind myself that we can all have fun days and so if I'm taking anything from you today right now is I'm taking that reminding myself that 80-20 rule applies everywhere just what I said earlier right what you said 80-20 and I'm like yes it applies everywhere and I'm taking that away with me is I'm going to remind myself if my kids and it's majority of the time it's my kids if my kids are eating 80% of the time healthy food 20% of the time, they can have fun. And I'm not going to stress about it and I'm not going to go crazy over it. So thank you for reminding me that. And I hope this serves as a reminder for the parents who are listening to us. But from there, I actually also wanted to ask, you're so much into educating us about essential oils and educating everyone about bringing the simplifying wellness and how it's all about mind, body, and soul. You talk about that being as your purpose. Tell me more about pursuing your purpose and what do you say, what is your purpose and how do you move your needle in your business on a regular basis? Because you are also a business owner, a mom. And so I would love to know your take on how to keep pursuing your purpose as moms. Yeah, definitely. So I 100% believe that 
every single person on this earth has a purpose that is different than everybody else's because each individual is unique. And so no matter what you choose to do, everybody's purpose, it looks different, right? And so it's up to you to find that and go towards what lights you up, what comes naturally to you, and what you love. So with that being said, I do talk a lot about purpose. And one of my big purposes is being a mom. I love being a mom. I think it's really fun. And it's really hard, right? Being a mom is really hard. Probably like the best lessons I ever learn are in parenting, about patience and hard work, all sorts of stuff. And some women feel called to have additional things that they do outside of motherhood. Some don't. And some women don't have children. All of us have a different route that we take. Either way, I think it's important, no matter what you pick as a mom, whether you have a job outside or you don't, I think it's really important to have something for yourself to do that you love. And even if that's like a hobby or donating your time to a cause that you believe in, if it's creating something like you love to make art or craft or decorate your home, like having something for you is really important because I think it's easy for women to sometimes lose themselves after they become a mom and to when you lose yourself like you're not like as happy does that make sense like you feel like a part of you is missing and you lost something when you became a mom where in reality yes you give some stuff up to become a parent but you gain a lot of other things making sure that you have something for you whether that's building a business or the other things that were that I just mentioned, I think is really important to helping you stay happy. So for me, I love sharing what I've learned about wellness with other moms because that is a passion of mine and that's not everybody's passion. But I think it's important as moms that we learn really good ways to take care of our kids, right? And set them up for success when it comes to their wellness. So I love sharing wellness with other moms. That's like my favorite thing. A couple of things that really stood out for me was we don't have to lose ourselves just because we're moms now. We can still go after that hobby or the dreams that at one point we thought maybe I'll do someday this. And so just because now we're mom, we don't have to give up on our dreams. I totally also believe that modeling is the best best way to also set our kids for success because they see us when they see us living our dreams our purpose they know that they can do the same as well and so I really can resonate what you're saying and at the same time I also believe in that as moms we also we've gotten this opportunity to nurture tomorrow's leaders right and so we can't do that if we're not focusing on that, because at the end of the day, we are the one who is nurturing them. So we're teaching them how to be well and take care of their health, whether it's physical health, mental health, emotional health. And so I love what you're doing that, you know, you're and you're passionate about simplifying the wellness and sharing that with other with other moms, which is it's so hard to get in this in today's world, because right now. The big industries like pharmaceuticals are after making 
millions and millions, but they don't talk about what the wellness is. They don't talk about to take care of our mental well-being or to take a walk for the day or laugh with your kid. Like I said in the beginning, we're so busy in maintaining our complex lives and running or chasing after something else that we forget about the wellness piece. And it's so important for us to have moms like you or dads like you who is passionate about sharing the wellness journey with us where I don't have to do so much research. I can just go to Laura's page and find out what kind of blend do I need to do yeah, better because, right now. Yeah, because that might not be your interest. You don't it, want to spend time researching. You just want somebody correct. to tell you. And I feel that way about other stuff. I'm like, can somebody just please tell me how to do this? I don't want to, I don't want to figure it out. Correct. And one thing is that I found is that when it comes to us being able to live our lives like ineffectively, and being in tune and like getting the inspiration that we often are needing, right? Because we all come to points in our life where we're like, what do we do? What should we do about this? Or I don't know about this. What I found is that or the better I'm taking care of my mind, my body and my spirit, then the more in tune I am to receiving the answers that I need to continue guiding me forward. And that's a really crucial thing. Like you said, our lives are so busy. And it would be really easy for us to cut out self-care. Often the first thing that especially as busy women, we let go is we're like, oh, I don't need to sleep as long. I'm going to skip lunch today. I don't have time to move my body. And at the end of the day or the end of the week, if you've gone several days like that, you feel terrible and you're really grumpy. Like my, I have to laugh because early on when my husband and I were first married, if I went too many days without exercising or working out, I was a dancer at the time. If I went too many days without working out, he'd be like, have you worked out lately? Because I was just more grumpy wow. if I wasn't working out. Like he noticed a difference. I noticed a difference. So it's, that's something that's just important to me and, and really helpful. That's a wonderful point that you brought because I get hangry. My kids and my husband will ask, did you skip your lunch today by any chance? What do you want to eat today? What do you want to eat? Can we give you something to eat right now? And so even our, our surrounding notices, like you said, oftentimes as moms, you just, yeah, I can't get to this, so I will get to it when I get to it. And so it's kind of hard, but I'm glad that you brought that point. But now that we know that you believe in prioritizing wellness, pursuing purpose, how do you do everything? Sharing the wellness journey. And like I said earlier too, like I know that you also have a business and also be a mom who's present with their kids as well. So how do yeah. you do that? Tell us. Yeah, that's a really good question. And I wish I fully knew the answer to that because I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect at it. I mess up all the time and don't get it right. But I do have a few things that help me stay on track most of the time. Okay. So number one is being flexible, right? And just giving myself some grace and almost expecting that something may get off during the day. And how am I going to handle that when it does? Because most days things get off. Something takes longer. Something's late. A kid has a project for school that you didn't know about. There's almost always something. So number one is being flexible and deciding ahead of time 
how I want to handle that and it happens. Because if I don't decide ahead of time and I just flat out react, it may not be the reaction that I really want to have, right? Where I like freak out and get upset about whatever's happening. So first thing is just reminding yourselves that it's okay and to expect things to just not go slowly all the time. Although we love them too, they just don't. And realizing that I think is like half the battle so that we can just go with it. Just go with it. In addition to that, creating a routine to stick with helps me a lot. And also I am a chronic think I can accomplish more in a day than I actually can. Still, and my husband's teased me about it for years. He's like, I don't know why you still think you can get 20 things done in a day when they all take three hours. So I, that's something for me that I always want to get more done in a day than I can. For me, lowering my expectations of what is reasonable to accomplish so I'm not disappointed every day because that's not a fun way to live either, right? If you're constantly going to bed disappointed about what you didn't accomplish, then you're constantly just disappointed and that stinks. Nobody wants to feel that way. I think that you just hit the nail on my head because I'm one of those type A kind of person who wants to accomplish so many things. Like right now too, I got kids ready in the morning and then lunches for everyone I had in my nine to five. And then I came and I'm recording a podcast. And then now I, it's after that it's kids time, like it's our one-on-one time. Then we have a ritual that we follow. And it's, it's just like, we have a tendency to just be productive all the time. And so just preparing ourselves, like you said, it's, it really flows and ties that reminding ourselves to be flexible because as parents, doesn't matter how much you plan, sometimes it doesn't work out. Something always has to come up. And we have to remind ourselves that we have a responsibility of kids and it's completely okay to not meet all the expectations that we have with ourselves or with others. It's okay to having that grace. And then when you said you're preparing yourself ahead of time, it's like, when we do that, it's like, no surprises. We know that this might go wrong. Preparing ourselves ahead of time, it's like, all right, I knew something might go this way, but I know what I can or I need to be doing it in this moment. I really love that. Thank you for sharing those amazing tips, by the way. Those were just like, I feel like I'm not alone. I know someone who also goes through the same battle of I'm not perfect. I don't need to be perfect. And I can always just choose again, make a choice and do something about it and just just strive towards the mindset where when I know better, I do better. Instead of just, you know, thinking about, oh my gosh, I just messed up. But it's okay. Things happen. We all make mistakes. And it's just like, now I know. So I'll do better next time. And being okay with that, it's okay for us to get it wrong. And if we want to go back to modeling or being an example for our children, it's okay for our kids. It's actually good for our kids to see us get stuff wrong and to make adjustments and to keep trying and to apologize if needed. Like it's really good for them to see those things. And you mentioned, you did ask like, how do I manage my business at the same time. So I just wanted to throw this in here really quick is I put me time and family events on the calendar first. 
Okay, so I have like my time blocked out to make sure it happens because I really, every human functions better when they're taking care of themselves. That's just like, that is scientific, right? We all function better when we're taking care of ourselves. So me time and family time, because I, I want my family to know that they are my priority. I love my business. I love helping women and teaching women, but my kids also need to know that they come first. And that's really important to me. And so I put those in and then I work my business yeah. around that. I totally love that. I remember up until last year, I used, I made mistake because I still have eight to five, nine to five jobs. So I always had my full schedule filled. The first thing, whenever I do my schedule is, okay, job to job, nine to five is job. And then this is my commute time. And then I would work around, okay, what's the birthday or what's the event or what are we doing? And then last year I said, this is now what I'm going to do. This is now how I want to live my life because whether it's my job or whether it's pursuing my passion and working as a coach, if I am not prioritizing my kids, how you said, then what's the point? What am I doing? Like, even if I model, like, what am I really doing? That just teaches my kids focus on the things. And for me, the things that matter the most is the dream. But that's not what I want to tell my kids. For me, and we know that our value in family system is like versus the connection time with kids, like in, in the family, right? And my partner with my kids, connection comes first, respect comes, and you know, then it comes, of course, my passion, the dreams, whatnot. And so starting last year, when I was doing my vision board and I was writing down for the whole year thing, I made sure that I put 12 mini vacations, 2022, and every month, we do a mini vacation, whether that's going just to do a picnic, just fine, just to do something that we haven't done that month. And so do something new every month. That was my priority. So I ensured, and on the weekends, we have a spiritual practices that we follow, but I ensured that one weekend out of the month is just for kids and just our family time. And we're going away, period. Whether it's a staycation, sometime we did that, just stayed home like in the month of October because I had to go away for a work trip so we couldn't do both trips. So we just stayed home. So whether it's that or whether it was going to a Lego or whether it was going to a park, we made sure that one weekend was just for family. I also planned out that way and it worked out because I didn't know how things are going to happen financially and how am I going to make it happen time-wise and energy-wise because, again, I have a podcast that I do. I also have social medias. I have coaching clients. I work and then I volunteer a lot. So it just wasn't sure how it's going to work out. But when we put it out in the universe, it just, it happens. The how comes as long as we know why we want to do it and what we want to do it, the how just follows along. So we were able to manage the 12 mini vacations this year without fussing about the finances. It all worked out. We actually did a major trip to India, which was a huge, like for the entire family, five of us. So we went to India for two and a half months. You know, we just legit closed down everything here. I took vacation from work. I did some work from home, but it worked out. And so I love how you said that putting my kids and family on the calendar first. So that's what I've also experienced. It works really well and it helps me as well because now I'm not fussing about, oh, how am I going to make time for kids? And then on a daily basis too, I have 
my morning time is with my kids. The first priority is like me. Of course, I take care of myself. I'm a 430 riser. Take care of myself. And then taking care of my kids, like being there when they're getting ready and cooking for them in the morning, making sure that I'm serving them warm breakfast and then go to work. And even before bedtime, like I don't have that time where I can take them to the park. I live in New Jersey. It's always cold. (laughs) We can't go out for walks. But what we do is once in a while, we'll go for a hike or something like that. And it's all scheduled. I love schedules. And then I prioritize bedtime with them. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But then I've also reminded myself that it's okay. My kids also understand that this is what she needs to get it done. I'm going to read it myself. And then when you come up, I'll wait for you. We'll talk for five minutes and then we can go to sleep. I really have to throw this out as a reminder for all of the parents who are listening to us. Like we all have jobs. We all have passions that we all have businesses that we want to run. We all have our own dreams. We don't have to lose ourselves just because we're moms or dads, but we also don't have to neglect our kids, the connection time that we have with them. And so thank you for reminding us, Laura. And I really, you made me feel like I'm not alone who is always on, okay, I want to do better. I want to do, you know, there are, we're all working towards this and we're all striving for betterment. So Thank you for your wisdom and your nuggets. And I hope that we were able to provide the value to our listeners. And before I let you go, I want to ask you, is there any projects out there that we can learn from you or we can, I don't know, what do you have for us? Let us sure. know. Sure. Oh, that's <laughs> a good question. I have a winter wellness guide right now. Oh, I get that. That is all about focusing on four different areas to keep your immune system well, stress less. Stay healthy during the winter. Perfect. So it's about preventing, strengthening, responding, and recovering. How do we get that? Do you have hey, a link we'll put, in your bio? Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll give and you a we'll link. And we'll also put it in show notes. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. We will share a link. And we're in that crunch time right now where, you know, oh my goodness, the kids are coming sick home every other day. I hear yeah. it from all the moms out there right now. So mm-hmm. I think we really need it. So make sure you grab it and make sure you follow Laura. And get that calming vibe, the energy that I talk about. And also simplify the motherhood and the wellness. So thank you, Laura, for for being with us. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com. And join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mithal Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.